I'm a gym bro just because I'm sleeveless right now. Yeah, you decided to cut your sh- off. You just, you just went off. You just broke up a little bit. And I'm glad that you kind of broke up a little bit because it sounded like you was about to say something out the way. So kind of kind of glad that that went that way. But yeah, we hot and we and we here. It's the table better than cable. It's the roundhouse round table. It's me, Armani T, and we got B in the building. What's up? <laughs> oh, she gonna get into it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we here to talk about PFL and UFC, UFC. and our money fresh lineup. UFC Kansas Kansas City and uh, what? Please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do what? You know exactly what you just did. Don't do what? All right, just keep going. Just not right. jack- UFC your Kans- accent. UFC. Kans- there it is. Stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, but the whole point about it is we about to do the no cap recap for that, and we probably going to talk about some other things, get into some other thing, you know, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it. <laughs> I swear my glow up in lightning, hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get a spy, shoot your shot, just the effort, I admire, you're higher, you ain't looking for friends at this point, my circle is smaller than the point, I'd rather sit in their voice, than hearing them think on their voice, we already have, you're right, so we're going to see about it, but yeah, so PFL, PFL is turning up, I like how they're, it look like they're putting money behind their promotion, they're putting money behind the the fanfare that comes with it to the point where they're boosting it up where you're like am i watching a ufc event or am i watching pfl even to me i ain't even gonna lie like it's kind of weird like i fuck with bellator but i don't know what it is but they kind of have like this they still got like that that off-brand kind of vibe to it i don't know what it i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the intro music or the announcer voices I don't know it's the what announcer it is. voice. I think it's I, the announcer voice. It's the announcer voice because it, it sounds like he be holding his breath. And like every time he says something, you yeah. always look a certain way. So yeah. that has that has to be what it is. Because know. everything else is pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, besides I, I, the announcer. I like the, the fight, like the thing about it is I watch it because for the fights. Okay. Yeah. So if they upset it, that that the, the the actual production of everything ain't, you know, it's cool, but it seemed kind of like still off brand. But it's it's getting it's getting there. It's dope. I still like it. But we're here for PFL. PFL is still is looking nice, is what I'm saying. PFL is looking not looking off brand. That's messed up. Bellator That's is not, not messed up. I, I don't think they off brand. It's just another brand. To say they off brand means it has no taste. It's cheap. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seemed kind of it seemed kind of a little bit like the way they the way they do it. It seemed like mm-hmm. it seemed when I say off brand, it's almost like like almost like following the blueprint of UFC. You know, They're when I say not, like though. you know, you got the cereal, you got the Fruit Loops, and you got the the Fruityos. You know, <laughs> Bellator is not the Fruityos. So <laughs> know, why you why you assume that, 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 that was the Fruityos? Because why you you, you bringing you? it up and you're talking about Bellator being off brand. Okay, but but you you understand that like 
what I'm saying, but you you see what I'm saying, but you may not agree, but you see what I'm saying. They're a different brand. It's absolutely not, they are, it. but they are. I don't think they're off the fact, brand. Though. That's the fact. They are a different brand. Is that they are different brand. They don't gotta be off brand. You don't gotta do that because you heavily favor. However, the UFC. I don't. But however, I do like the fighters inside of that organization. Absolutely. So that's the part that like why I watch. But back to PFL, not not Bellator trying to take over the 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 no cap before we even get into yeah. it. Yeah, they're gonna be popping next weekend. They got yeah. two shows Friday uh-huh. and Saturday, so it's gonna be lit. Damn, I know it's Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Two for one special. Okay. And hey, they're gonna have hey. that final final of the Grand Prix from last year, so it's gonna be stout and patchy mix. So oh, I'm excited yeah, to patchy see that. Mix yeah. All right, shut me up. All right, Bellator <laughs> doing their thing. Shut me up. All right, I get you. But we're going to talk about the PFL because they got the tournament come up. They trying to get a million dollars. Yeah, some people was not looking like they want a million dollars because the way that I watched <laughs> this fight was like the beginning of the main card. And then I had to go back and watch the, the beginning card. And I'm talking to myself. I'm like, these people do not look like they want a million dollars. And then the co-main event and the main event happened. I'm like, boom, they want a million dollars. They trying to set themselves <laughs> apart. But then when I went to rewatch, I was like, okay, these people want a million dollars. They started mm-hmm. off the card, right? And then it got boring in the middle and then exciting at the end. So sandwich it up. Yeah, people, they, it's almost like they, for, they forgot about the million dollars. Yeah, they're trying to play it safe. Like, no, there is no playing it safe when you need to be out there getting this million dollars. Exactly. This is the mm-hmm. okay recap for PFL three. Albain Mercy versus Shane Burgos. This is Shane Burgos' introduction into the PFL, which is dope. But we're gonna talk about that first fight. Umalatov versus Taylor. Uh, Taylor started off really good. He started off really strong. And I was like, man, Taylor, he's looking really good. And then it just started to go bad from there because Umalatov, I do not know if I'm saying that right, but I'm trying. He stays undefeated and the overhand right froze Taylor. And then the left hook cleared the chin of him and then dropped him. He dropped his guard. It was pretty much over. It was it was very sad, like a Ricky moment. I think he'll come back stronger. I think he's still in it because he still have a chance if he can get a knockout in, in his next fight in the first round. It has to be in the first round. Otherwise, it's just you, you, you're going to be way, yeah, way far behind. So, you know, shots out to Umalatov. Hope that's close enough. I don't know. Uh, on the win and definitely trying to set himself apart in the where to wait division to get that million dollars. I think Taylor did a good job. It was just a moment of chilling. Yeah. And got caught. Yeah. Cause he was looking, he was getting nice. He was getting nice on the yeah. hands with him and yeah. Touching him more than Umlatov wanted to get touched. Yes, but at the that, same time, he still caught him with that that yeah. heavy hand. Umotop got the six points to set himself apart. So Off top. Yep. <laughs> Next is Leo versus Zawada. Leo started with the heavy leg kicks that caused Zawada to change his stance. And so every time a kick came, he would change his stance. So, you know, and then a ferocious over right hand it stumbled him. Then it, there was a small flurry and there was an early TKO against the cage and it was over from there. He got his six points to set himself apart uh, to win that million dollars in the welterweight division. Round one. Round one. Get them six points. Next, Goldsolve versus Ferreria. 
man he has the ground and pound from the gods everybody need to strive for this ground <laughs> and pound the way he was doing it the shots were extremely heavy didn't take too many because he knew he he knew what his purpose was the ground and pound and get it over with in the yep. first round and that's exactly what he did you know everyone need to strive for this ground and pound you know them little pitter patters i be seeing all the time and just trying to hold somebody, no, that's not it. That's not gonna get the job done. That's not gonna get you to win fast. You gotta, relentless. you gotta keep it moving. Yeah, it was very relentless. So this was the last heavyweight bout uh, for the the regular season, and he set himself apart with six points. All right, next it was lightweight. This is Collar versus Nishikawa. Collar had great combos. That was evident. The boxing was, yeah. The boxing was elite, mm -hmm. but I don't think there was much power behind it because had somebody with power completed the combos that he did, it wouldn't have made it out of round two. So I'm not sure if he wasn't putting any power behind it or what the case may be, but they were, they were, it was elite striking, but not elite power. And Nishikawa, he had great leg kicks. And I wish he would have been more persistent with those leg kicks because his legs were done. He didn't want to get kicked any more than he was already kicked. Both legs were hurting. He couldn't even switch stances anymore. He didn't check any of the kicks. So, you know, future lightweight people, you have the blueprint on how to beat this man. It's with leg kicks because you don't check any of them. Hopefully he goes and add that to his game. I'm not sure what he can do about the power. I don't think it's going to be a long enough time in between the fights to get that power going for the next fight yeah the boxing was fucking elite however the kickboxing was almost like not there yeah you know so you know he was throwing some heavy kicks despite his legs getting destroyed yes. but literally just taken from under him yes and the disconnect for nishikawa was he wasn't mixing his kicks in there towards the end he was just kind of getting greedy mm -hmm. that was the time to really impose with the hands was when his legs were hurt and he really think those legs are coming but what that just showed was how inefficient or how inexperienced like the boxing of Nish nishikawa was compared to collar because collar was all over him for real like yeah he, but he was smart going after the legs and yeah, it's almost he like he is almost like he he discovered going after the legs towards the end he started pushing them out from under him and he was falling not capitalizing on those trips that he was yeah. getting yeah shout out to collar you know he got that w like he worked off for that w he hopefully, really did hopefully he got his getting this shit iced right now knees because yeah. he gonna need all of that time before his next bout to get them legs cleared up I mean, you have to take an ice bath every day take some <laughs> naproxen every day get that inflammation down and just ibuprofen advil it up i don't know i'm, I'm curious to see what it's gonna look like for his next fight because he needs more than three months to get a proper healing for the batter and bruising that he took over uh, on Friday. So just, you know, yeah. All right. Next is OAM versus Burgos. I think Shane did a good job. Yeah, he lost, but it wasn't terrible because OAM, he is the prior champion for the lightweight division. So I think it's kind of messed up a little sense, but it's the same thing happened to Santos was he's facing the champion in his first bout. I guess they just trying to see what you're about, see if you can handle the, the heaviest hitter immediately. And I think he held his own for the most part, for sure. So I am 
curious to see what the next one's going to look like and who he's going to go up against because he still has a chance as well if he get a knockout in his next fight in the first round. So we'll see, especially because a lot of them are going off a of decision base. So he still has a chance. I think Shane Burgos was a little too, was holding back a little bit in this one and not imposing his will like he normally does. He will impose a little bit, draw back. And I understand because the power that's coming back from Olivier, OAM. Mm-hmm, and, <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense why he was so reserved. But at the same time, it's just like he had to believe in himself in that in that moment. And I think that, like, towards the end of the fight, he was getting into his groove more. And I think that it was just, just like, kind of, like, too late. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was trying to get a feel for it. It's a new promotion. These are new people. And I get you don't want to get knocked out in your first one, especially coming from the UFC. You want to look like you belong and not just, like, you just washed up. So I get it. Um, But, like, still, there's a million dollars on the line. Yeah. I don't really think he was in his head like that. I don't I don't think he was in his head like that. I think it was more so he the knockout part. Yeah. And not in his first fight, but just knockout. He he took some some hard ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause he's been fighting dogs his whole career. Like yeah. dogs. So that's why I understand why he may have been reserved a little bit. But at the same time, next fight he going up we'll see we'll see how that goes we'll see how because Shane Burgos when he come back from a loss like she get crazy so shout out to OAM on the W though yeah because he, he he beat a dog for real so, Canadian gangster yeah and it seems like he's doing everything he's doing everything right he's challenging himself mm-hmm. he's eating right he's staying on weight so it's almost like he's actually treating it like a job he's a professional He's doing, yeah, he's dreaming like a job. And he, yes, he's being professional about it. So yeah. not, not that Shane Burgos is not. It's just that it seems that OAM is is always yeah. has a consistent regimen. It seems like he's consistent. Former champion. He's trying to keep that status. So yeah, he's trying to keep the, keep that those things that got him that. Exactly. You know? And he's a, a protege of St. Pierre, too. So he has a he's a good mentor to get him where he needs to be. All right, next in the welterweight is Magomed Kermov versus Eagly. Damn, what you want to talk about? <laughs> Mog. Mog, had a, Mog had a beautiful head kick uh, after the cross, and that was it. First round TKO. He set himself apart in the welterweight division to get them six points. This man wants a million dollars. That's it. That's all I needed to say <laughs> on that one. The head kick was crazy, yeah. It was beautiful. And it was like that delayed reaction afterwards, too. Sai yeah. versus Al Silawa. Okay. All right. So Sai, he had a big ass smile on his face once he saw this man hurt. And then immediately you knew he has that killer instinct. And he saw, you know, the end was near. He went in to finish the job. And so I don't think every fighter has that killer instinct to get the job done when they see their opponents hurt. And he does. And he's trying to get five more belts to be in double digits as a world mm-hmm. champion. And he's on the right track to get there. He it ended it in round two. So he has five points, but he's still in the top rankings to finish off and get a million dollars out of this promotion. So he said he doesn't have any weaknesses. He went and worked on everything. So I'm excited to see who he faces next. Look like a champion out there. Takedown defense was looking elite. Elite. Yeah. There were so many points in the fight where Salawi could have 
taking him down, but I think he wanted to stay with the boxing, which was confusing because he was getting ate up with the boxing. You know, he was touching every once in a while, but he was getting ate up with the boxing and kickboxing. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what his game plan was, but at the same time, Sadabusi pretty much was more efficient in there and more prepared to look like. Shout out to Sadabusi on the W, mm-hmm. on another W. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we're going to go to the UFC. We're going to go to UFC Kansas. We're going to start the card with Jocelyn Edwards versus Lucy Putalova. Jocelyn Edwards came through with the split decision. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, there was a lot of ground. There was a lot of ground play, but it wasn't any. It wasn't too much ground and pound. Yeah, it was like nothing significant. Takedowns and a few, and maybe I think it was like four elbows. So it wasn't. A, it was. It was a takedown without just with just control. Yeah. So I, Jocelyn I, Edwards did a lot more work up top, standing up, which was the reason why Jocelyn got Edwards got decision. the W. Yeah. Yeah, I had to watch this fight back because there was, like, so much controversy. But the second time I watched it, I understood, like, why there was so much controversy. It was the commentators creating a narrative for Pudalova and wanting her to win that they just, they were not paying attention to what actually what Jocelyn Edwards was doing. Yes, she was looking super thick out there. I didn't get distracted in the second fight by that. First time I did, so I was like, maybe the judges did too. But the second time I watched it, I paid more attention, and she was eating her up with the kicks and the hands before she was taken down to the ground each time. And she was definitely doing more damage uh, on the feet before she got taken down. And Pudalova, she didn't she didn't capitalize on much. She just kind of held her there. There was no real progression. There was no real ground and pound. There was no real threat from her. And I understand that's something she went and worked on, but it's not enough just to get somebody down to the ground and hold them. You actually have to be productive about it and make the ground and pound happen. Yep. No ground and pound just, and just control. They ain't looking at it the same way. So people are learning that via fight lost. Yeah. Speaking of fight loss. Next, Bruna Brasil versus Denise Gomes. She went in there looking strong. Mm. <laughs> she went in there very dominant. Yeah, and not letting Bruna set up because she's an efficient striker. Apparently, like she was, she was touching her whenever she got a little bit of space. Yeah, which is why Denise Gomes seemed like she just wasn't having none of the space shit and kept it Mike Tyson. Yeah, she was swarming at her, you know, <laughs> closing the distance, getting in her face, and making sure her punches were extremely heavy-handed to knock her down a couple of times and. You know, she was super efficient and Gomes got the perfect center of gravity for this weight division. And like, I know usually there's benefit in being taller, but when you're, when you're tall and just kind of lanky versus somebody like Gomes, who has like the perfect center of gravity, it creates more issues that you're unaware of until you actually get in there. Brazil, she just came off of a, a head kick knockout. So, you know, she was trying to ride that high, but Gomes knew better and she closed the distance perfectly and just ate her shit up yep (laughs) yep she was getting in there getting under it next daniel zell huber versus lando venata daniel zell huber came through with the unanimous decision Mm -hmm. and this one was elite his striking is efficient his his takedown defense is there Lando Venata is a, a, a 
pretty much he's like a veteran and he didn't have any answers for him. Yeah. You know, big W for Zell Huber. He's undefeated still. Or is he at one? I think he got one. Yeah, 12-1. Yeah, but 12-1, that means he, you know, he's getting something done. So shout out to Dan you Zell Huber on the W. What's up? I think this should have been done in round one. The ref had to talk to Venata a little too much for my liking. And especially because I think another fight in this card was stopped too early. As many chances as this dude was given, it it didn't make sense to yeah. me. Like, y'all got to keep it consistent. I know there's different refs in there each time, but y'all got to have some kind of standard because y'all, it's not standardized. It's crazy. This man had way too many chances to get up and, you know, yeah. fight back. It was yeah. way too much talking from the ref in round one for my liking. Especially for him to still lose. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just like, <laughs> y'all let him in there, stay in there, and it's y'all fault. Because y'all could have ended that, the, the, any trauma that he would be receiving further in that fight. Cause that, he, he, he lost that fight. Y'all gave him life, but it's all right. Gillian Robinson versus Pietro Rodriguez. Gillian Rodriguez, Robinson. she mad cause she got a one on it. She got that one on it. She did that fake tap talking about Sheen tap. Girl, that arm was extended. Once she put it to the other hip, it was gonna you was gonna get your arm broken. So you lucky stepped in after your fake tap, and then you talking about you didn't tap. That'd be the problem. That and I'm happy she didn't let go with that fake tap. She waited till the ref pulled her <laughs> yeah, off. Jilly, that was the she gave the best answer. And she was like, I just waited for the ref to pull me off. Like she wasn't even worried about the tap. She was worried about the ref to pull her off. And then, which that was a high level of experience right there talking. Her yeah. going down and wait is kind of scary looking at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially for those those girls, like, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Jillian Roberts is gonna be a problem. Zach Cummings versus Ed Herman. Oh my and goodness. Both of these dudes end up retiring after this fight. I think this should have been stopped in round one. <laughs> Ed Herman got dropped numerous times and it was crazy. And before he was saying that he get hope he get another contract from the UFC, he wanted many more. Changed his mind. <laughs> As he should a fight have. like that. I'm I'm he, I'm pretty sure a fight like yes. that changed a lot of people's minds. Yes, he needed to change his mind because baby, it was not looking good for him. He was just it was elderly abuse from another elder, is what that was. <laughs> so it, it was people watching, like, I think I want to be a fighter and saw that fight and was like, you know what? I'm gonna retire. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be a fighter. Either way, it that was a good fight, regardless. Like they was beating the fuck out of each other, but that was yeah, that it was, was more good. one-sided. He was getting beat on. Yeah, but he was when he landed, it was big every once in a while. Like when Ed Herman landed, it was it was like and I was surprised that he was just eating everything. That shit was wild. Like, I didn't... You know, I don't need to be fighting no more. They good. So, shout yeah. out to them on their retirement or knowing when it's good. You're good. Yes. yes. Next, we got the performance of the night. Brandon, Raw uh, Dog, Roy Vall versus... <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> versus <laughs> Mateus Nikolai. And round one, KO got him out the way. Yeah. Strong knee. Beautiful knee. Just well placed knee, mm-hmm. like you couldn't put it even better than that in a video game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Nikolaus' knees went this way, 
And that's when <laughs> Brandon Roy Vall went in for the kill. Brandon Roy Vall is a problem. He always has been. And it's just like, he wants a title fight next. Or he wants to back up for a title fight. I think he deserve it. But the messed up part about it is, I don't think that's what's probably about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, he maybe get next. Maybe next. After the one that's going to happen, he get after that one. I don't know, because if the belt switch over, uh, isn't it Moreno his daddy? Flyweight. So Moreno, so if it, I think if the belt switches to Pantoja, <clears throat> they gonna give it to Figueroa another shot. This is the way I see it happening. If the belt switches over, if it doesn't switch over, I think he would be in line to be after that. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I think I think that he still might take a Roy Vall fight. I think that Pantoja would take a Roy Vall fight, no question. That'd be a good fight too. Yeah. Next, we got Bill Algio versus TJ Brown, fight of the night. Mm-hmm. They was going at it. Yeah, yes, yes. But it ended up ended in a submission by Bill Algio. This was almost like a fighting jujitsu match, combat jujitsu. But it and it was some though. elite grappling going on. And at the same so time, TJ Brown got caught. That was how, that was how that happened. That's the story, the moral of that story. Yeah, because the motherfuckers was going at it. They both had opportunities to take each other out. Just got caught. We can keep it just as quick as the, the fight, fight was. Yeah. Next, we got Clay Guida versus Rafa Garcia. Clay Guida wanted to. What, what, did he retire? Did he? he Hell retire? no. So Clay no, Guida. Clay Guida going fake a, retire this, just to yeah, get the mic. Yeah, and Golly. I said that. I said that he fucking fake retired just to get the mic to switch gloves with this man. But this was another elderly abuse because Garcia just beat up on this old man and it just looks so sad. But the, the joke of the matter is Clay Guida got paid yeah. to get beat on. It's crazy. Yep. They had to pay him. Yep. They had to pay that man. But shout out to Clay Guida and shout out to Rafa Garcia on the W. Yep. He, he, he went through a legend. And we know Rafa Garcia is a dog, so we don't know what's next for him. Next, Pedro Munoz versus Chris Gutierrez. And Pedro Munoz just experienced just just went was the was the answer. Experience was the the moral of the story. Pedro Munoz is I don't know if he's trying to make a run back, but hey, if he got it, he got it. And making a run back comes with adding folds to your game, you know, adding at different aspects and different styles as well. Mm-hmm. But next, Tanner Bowser versus Ion Kudalaba. Tanner Bowser got up out of there in round one. Ion <laughs> Kudalaba, when he on, he on. When he on and he's when the grounding panel is available, is there. I think this one was stopped too early because Tanner was in the process of getting up. And yes, his face was exposed. Yeah, but he was in the process of getting up. He wasn't like days. His hands were still up. He was still likely he was in the fight. So I just think this was stopped too early. Do I think it was still ended in round one? Yeah, absolutely. But I think it was stopped too early. All right, y'all need to go fight for two seconds. Let's see if they can stop <laughs> the two seconds after that. But shout out to Kuta Alba. Like he got it done. When he on, he on. Like that's yeah. that's that's not a question. Tanner Bosa can't dismiss the fact that Tanner Bosa looked great. He look did. like a, a a superhero, like that's what two hundred five Boza looked like. Keep managing that weight and see what happened because he was looking fast. Yeah, he you was. know, 
But at the same time, the power just has to, you know, resonate as well. Oh, next, Dustin Jacoby versus Asmat Merker, Merk, Merkamoff. What's his name? I don't know, but that sounds about right. Dustin Jacoby versus Asmat Merzakhanov. Merkamoff, because he was coming in throwing fire. He was (laughs) in round one, but he got tired. He got to work on that gas tank. And Dustin, he fumbled the bag in round two and round three. Had he been persistent and continued to put the pressure on, he could have got this man out of here. But he was waiting a little bit too long, picking and choosing his shots, waiting again, giving this man adequate time to get his breath back and get his you know thought process back going. You fumbled the bag. That's all I'm going to say. Because he was feeling the pressure. He was feeling the pressure and the power. There was no question that that Dustin Jacoby wanted to stop early. That man was tired. He he, he was, was tired, he was but tired. ain't nothing crazier when you see this man tired and starting to throw slower and still throwing heat. It's he did what he slower, needed to you do. Guys, you and he was to still touching. He was still touching him. That's it the crazy part. Tired. Yeah, he was constantly touching him. But next, speaking speaking of touching him, touched him. Next, Edson Barboza versus Billy Q. Like, God damn, Edson Barboza looked like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Getting it done in featherweight. Shout out to Edson Barbosa on another W. He, he he ain't talking about retiring either. He talking about going for another run. The, hey, hey, I don't know what we, hey, this, <laughs> we were saying a lot of things about these older guys, but it was like the older guys is coming up and, and not playing games. And like I was talking about adding folds to the game. Next, Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen. Max Holloway was point fighting. What the fuck? He was patient. He was so patient and picking his shots. Oh, my God. The fighter intelligence was just immaculate. (laughs) I thought Arnold Allen was about to walk through Max Holloway. Round one, I was like, oh, my God. He looks phenomenal. This man looks great. Jeez. He looks great. Arnold Allen... It's hard to say how he looked, but at the same time, he still was touching Max Holloway. But it's almost like the power was just wasn't registering to Max Holloway to make him stop or make him slow down or make him change his game plan or sacrifice his game plan out of, you know, not being disciplined. Max Holloway is so disciplined at this point where he was just point fighter. That's a scary Max Holloway one twoing you up, actually like showing you that he could box. It's like he was listening to the fucking podcast when I'd say that Max Holloway wasn't the best boxer because he don't be using no defense. And Max Holloway is using fucking defense now. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Max Holloway was doing his fucking thing for five rounds. The stand switching was crazy. Every time Arnold Allen would change his stance, he would change it right back up with him. And it it was crazy. But Arnold Allen got to see what, what it looks like up there close to the championship levels. It looks a lot different. But I still think Arnold Allen still has a chance. If he would have yeah. fought like he did in round five the entire time, or at least three to five, he would have had this in the bag. I don't know he why he was. Out. I don't know why he was so reserved. But that's the thing. Like I was, I was thinking like, damn, if he would have just not listened to his coaches and just went balls to the wall like he did in the fifth round, then he he may have won the fight. But at the same time, when you look at that last, like, 10, 15 seconds when they was just swinging, Max Holloway was just seeing him and almost knocked his ass out at the end of the fight. So that's why, that's exactly why Arnold Allen was being patient and not just swinging because the separation in level with Max Holloway and Arnold Allen boxing-wise was just, Mm -hmm. 
is too big. The gap is there. Yeah. So Max Holloway got another W. Now he about to be up there still with with <laughs> the top five. Yeah. Who he been? He I know he want to fight again. I know he want to fight somebody next. He want to fight Korean Zombie. That'll be fireworks and a big check. And I he think said that that's and the I, only I, one I, he hasn't fought since. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. I'm in there. Great fight night for PFL and UFC. That was no cap recap. So we just going. Shut down the studio. <laughs> but make sure y'all go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on all social media. Hey, drop some comments. Send us some pictures, videos of any local fighters. If y'all have any fighter footage and y'all wanna want some promo, send it to us and we'll just we'll throw it on our page, shout you out, and hey, make sure you're not just getting touched up though. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to tell you if you're getting touched up. Oh, shout out to Olin for winning his Muay Thai fight. Yeah, shout out to my man Olin on getting a W on his first Muay Thai fight, winning every single round, unanimous decision. You know, make sure y'all tune in with us on all streaming platforms, Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify. Get at us. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. It's me and Monty T, and it's B in the building, and we out of here. That's why I use a heat as a sword Cause keeping peace is important yeah. They go keys for you Say please That's one, please Don't need No one, that's two, please Don't leave That's three, four If you do